welcome to Adam's Rib. It is our goal to uplift, encourage, and guide women in becoming the person that God intended for us to be. We believe that Jesus Christ is the Son of God who died for our sins and rose again so that we could have eternal life. We want to guide you in figuring out God's purpose for your life. No subject is off limits here. We are Adam's Rib, and here we go. Hey, I'm Lindsay. And I'm Jessica. And welcome back to Adam's Rib, episode 87. Follow us on iTunes, um, SoundCloud, Google Play, Stitcher, Facebook, and Twitter. Adam's Rib Podcast. We have a Gmail account, Adam's Rib Podcast at gmail.com. We have a website, Adam's Rib Podcast. That was a really good, like, rewind. Shout out to our producer, Brandon, for bringing hey. us these long donuts this morning. Yes. <laughs> well, to Bless you, sir. It might be the evening for us. We're recording this early, early in the morning. Yes. We came through. So, shout out. Anyway, episode 87, Blessing <laughs> in a Storm. I know that seems really cliche, but it's so real. It is real. It's so real. Have you had... Felt like you've had a storm, but a blessing came out of it. I feel like once we're in a storm, we don't know a blessing's out of it, obviously. Like, the storm has to pass oh, yeah. before you can yeah. identify what the blessing is. You know, but you know what? Sometimes, I think I've noticed in my own life, like, I'm going through some stuff. But when I really take a moment to not focus on all the bad stuff that's happening, and I might focus my attention on other things, I kind of notice little blessings that are happening even during the storm. Really? But, like what? Give me, give me an example. Okay. Not that I don't believe you, but <laughs> well, I mean, I need examples. And like, a, it's simple stuff. Like, okay. Um, just recently, you know, money was really, really tight and mm-hmm. I was stressing out cause I wasn't sure if I was going to have all the money for the bills after I paid my rent. Mm-hmm. But in the midst of all that stress, my oldest child ended up with straight A's, which was something else I was stressing about. Because Did you think she's gonna get straight F's? Doesn't she usually get straight A's? No, yeah, she's typically done very well in mm-hmm. school, but she, you know, my daughter this year adjusted from elementary school to junior high. Oh my god! Yes, I know. Where I has know. the time gone? Just the thought. She's, so is that sixth grade or seventh grade? Sixth grade. Middle school starts in sixth grade now. Oh my god! I think it started I in sixth grade when I was in middle school. I just can't remember. Yeah, <laughs> I was. This has been a rough transition for us as far mm-hmm. as like just her adapting to mm-hmm. middle school life and having seven classes in a day. Because she's mixing with eighth graders, aren't they like thirteen? Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. How old is she? Eleven. Ah, uh. I know. <laughs> I know. <laughs> And that don't seem like a big gap, but it is. It is. Oh, my gosh. Like, that was that was what was making me so nervous yeah. because working there, mm. I see the differences. Right. And I'm just like, oh, my gosh. How's my baby going to adjust to this? This is not. Anyway. But that was a stress in yeah. addition to, oh, my gosh, am I going to get these bills paid? But in the midst of all of that, that one little thing really helped me kind of like it brightened my mood it made me mm-hmm. feel better and i mean it was that's obviously very something something very small yeah but it was it was mm-hmm. helpful now when the big blessing came it seemed to come after yeah you know what i mean because yeah. every bill got paid and on time yeah and obviously that was the bigger blessing and all of that but yeah i mean if you even take like a little a literal storm you know 
we all know when it storms, there's typically like some type of rainbow or the skies yeah. are clear, mm-hmm. like afterwards. And I think, you know, metaphorically, we can really apply that to our own lives. Even if you just go back to scripture, mm-hmm. you know, Joseph had to go to prison, go through all these things, but, you know, ended up ruling like a whole country, right? Yeah. <laughs> you know, and David, you know, same, same situation. He's just a shepherd boy, you know, just trying to make a living out here, hurting, hurting some sheep. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but you know, but he, he also had to go through some storms and you know be accused of all, just all this jazz. You, you see where I'm going with this? Absolutely. And then you got Esther, you got Ruth. Um, mm-hmm. You know, you even have Jesus himself. Yes. You know, <laughs> yeah, and and his whole life story. And so I think you know a lot of us don't even realize that our storms. I should say, you know, I feel I feel like. Blessings are implications of a storm. I feel like you can't really get to a blessing unless you've gone through something. Mm-hmm. You know, it doesn't really just come because then you don't. Then you won't recognize God's goodness that this is a blessing. Right. If nothing bad ever happened, then you would just assume that you know that there's no higher being. In my opinion, yeah. you just assume like, oh, I just did this all on my own. <laughs> you exactly. know, but when you truly like go through something or go around something or whatever, and that's when you truly realize, like, man, you know, someone was really having favor all over my life. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I had written. Um, a blog a while back, and I won't read the whole blog, but uh, this one really spoke to me, which is why I, I wrote about it, was, um, you know, Noah's Ark. And, you know, he even says in the Bible that God flooded the earth to basically cleanse it. You know, he was angry. Everybody's doing all these sins. But it said in the Bible that Noah found favor with God. And then even just going back to that, and when it comes to a storm, and if you feel like you don't have favor on your life, at least attach just yourself to someone that does have, does have favor in their mm-hmm. life mm-hmm. because Noah's even though he did not say in the Bible that Noah's family also found favor they were still attached to the man with the favor yeah and so they still went through the storm together and they found favor coming out of the storm you know and everything and so just go back to Noah <laughs> well it's funny you brought up Noah because when we were when I was preparing for this episode that's who I thought about mm-hmm. like Noah because that's I really think he's like a really great example of being blessed during a storm. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I like the point about connecting to someone because a lot of those people that were on the boat with him. Mm-hmm. Well, I say a lot of those people as though it was so we still modernize that all them folks that was on that boat. Right. <laughs> She got the hand motion, everything. Like, cause for real, like <laughs> those people that mm-hmm. actually listened, and it was very few. Mm-hmm. Just but, his family, yeah. <laughs> so the ones that what listened, other option did they have? <laughs> right. Hell, you know, we can look at uh, whose wife tall turned into salt. Like, oh yeah, Lot's wife. <laughs> so you know, you can not True. listen, but I'm glad they did right. because <laughs> they were protected. Yeah. They ended up blessed too, and they low key probably thought Noah was a nut. Yeah, but they listened. They stayed connected to him, and in the as a result, they were blessed. And so I really love that point. Like, even if you aren't sure. Connect to somebody that is. Yeah. And you'll see the blessing on the other side of that. Yeah. Because when God set that flood, you know, like I said, he was doing it to basically um, cleanse the earth. And I feel like when we enter a storm into our own life, a cleansing process has to occur. You got to mm-hmm. think about each time you go through something, you know, why? <laughs> you know, God, he could be cleansing you of bad habits, old friends, a mindset, whatever. Yeah. But you got to realize that. You know, a flood changes everything, and it can literally transform you from from the inside out if you let it transform you. Mm -hmm. And so he may need to change your situation by taking away things that we feel like we can't live without. 
a job, a relationship, a friendship, mm-hmm. you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. And, you know, all these things that God may take away from you in a flood so that new things can be, you know, rebirthed. Because it says in, in Scripture, you know, then things were brand new basically after that. Yeah. And so we always want to hold on to what's familiar with us, even when it's not good for us. But we have to understand when we go through a storm. God doesn't need a lot to rebuild. You know, he can replace everything with just one single seed. Yeah, I like that. And then even after that, you know, it says that um, in Genesis that God then established a covenant with Noah when he entered into the boat, the ark. (laughs) (laughs) But the covenant didn't come until after the flood, you know, promising that he would never do it again. So you got to understand, you know, God, why are you doing this to me? All that comes after, you know of his promises and his blessings that comes after. So, you know, God, your promise, God's promise to you, you know, might be peace of mind. It might be restoration in your marriage. It could be increase in your finances, but whatever the case, you know, may be all that is to come can only come, you know, with, with that ark. Cause the ark is going to be your safe haven from that flood. And the ark mm-hmm. can only come in a flood. You don't build an ark unless there's a, a flood coming. Right. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. And then even in the ark, you know, I would imagine, like you said, that knowing his family, you know, good thing they listened to him. But I feel like, you know, they probably felt trapped at times and had no place to to go and escape from their own thoughts. I had me and my family actually went to um, uh, the Noah's Ark Encounter exhibit in Kentucky. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Have you been to it? No, not yet. It's really nice. And when you first get on the ark, and it's, it's actual size of the actual ark. It's supposed to be the actual dimensions of it. And it looks like, you know, it could fit every single animal. It's pretty big. Mm-hmm. But when you go in there, you know, they try to create this effect of a storm. So, you know, you hear, you're hearing the storm. You hear these animals. And it sounds so real. So just wow. imagine if these legit animals really were in there. They'd probably right. be foul. <laughs> right. Growling. You know, wow. slithering. Ugh. But oh anyway, and so just imagine him and his family in there feeling trapped with no place to escape from, you know, even their own thoughts because they're having to take care of these animals or having to, you know, go through this actual storm that's taking place outside of the ark. And all we want is that covenant. But that doesn't just come alone. There would be no point to a flood at all. To a, There would be no point to this any at all without the flood. Mm-hmm. And we we don't learn a lesson in, in a place of, of easiness <laughs> mm-hmm. or a place where we're given a choice of escape. So God may bring this flood, but he's always going to give you the tools to endure the flood, such as an ark. You know, those tools, they, they might seem cumbersome, but after that flood, you'll have a greater appreciation of the ark that God told you to build because he always knows when the flood is coming. That's why it's important to stay obedient because he always delivers on his promises after that flood. So when you're storm and you talk to God about your hope, as well as your difficulties, since you have no place to go in the ark, then why not talk to God about everything on your mind anyway? Mm, you better preach. That was good. That's it. <laughs> I really, Noah's my favorite story. And so I've read it like, a, I won't say a million times, but I've read it a lot. And each mm-hmm. time I feel like I get something new out of it. Mm-hmm. But I like that. I like that a lot. I really, I want to go back to the point you said about um, um, the cleansing. Mm-hmm. Um, I think a lot of people kind of forget about that point when it comes to the storm. They just they feel the discomfort mm-hmm. and they feel the anxiety and they get frustrated. They're getting upset. Even some get angry because all they see is all this chaos going on yeah. around them. But what a lot of us have to stay focused on and centered on and know it. 
it's not easy to remind yourself that the purpose of this storm is to clean something, is to remove something. It might even be to water something to help something grow. Because for me, sometimes I feel like I go through my storms to build my faith. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's not necessarily to remove a thing, right. but it's just That's to grow my faith. Yeah. Um, but sometimes it is to cleanse. Yeah. And we, we <laughs> because we are fleshy humans and we really love <laughs> our fleshy desires, we don't even pay attention to the fact that God is trying to pluck something out. He's trying to remove something, take something away. But we fighting against the storm mm-hmm. and we're we're trying to um, show that our will is greater. And so mm-hmm. we try to hang on to the same things that God yeah. is trying to remove. So then the storm becomes a hurricane. Right. It becomes a tsunami. Right. And it's like, oh, this is getting out of control. But it's because you fighting. Yeah. Instead of just releasing and just allowing God's will to be done. Mm -hmm. Like, there is a purpose for every storm. There is something behind. It's a reason for everything that God takes us through. And we just need to do better sometimes as people, um, as humans, to just allow God to do what he does. Mm -hmm. It's not meant to be comfortable. No growing season, no storm is meant to be comfortable. I mean, as a kid, I think back when I was little, thunderstorms used to scare the life out of me and I would run to go. Mm -hmm. I used to run and get my parents' bed. Mm -hmm. They couldn't stand it. They (laughs) wanted to kick me out, but they knew I was scared. I was extremely scared, but... When you mentioned the rainbow, that was something my mom would always show me Mm. when the storm was over. When the storm was over, (laughs) we would always go outside and try to find where the rainbow was. Mm -hmm. Because she wanted me to see that something pretty can come from this. Something good can come from all that ruckus Mm -hmm. that just was happening. Mm -hmm. And so when I look at my life on a spiritual level, and that's what I remind myself Mm. of. Okay, I got to see I get to see the rainbow. Yeah. I get to see the rainbow when it's over. So, you know, I like to encourage people to just hang in there when we're going through these seasons of discomfort and we're going through the rocky waves of the storm. Mm-hmm. Hang in there because mm-hmm. there is something that God is trying to show you, reveal to you, bless you with. You just don't know. But it's something that's going to work in your favor on your behalf. But that's you got to hang in there. Point. And I think. Um, you know, I know I have felt this way, but if you ever like meet someone's like, man, and their life, when it rains, it pours. Yes. Yes. <laughs> and, and that can be on life. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Like, I mean, I feel like I've never felt that way about necessarily my own life. But some people I'll be looking at, dang, they can't just get a break. You yeah. know, <laughs> I've definitely felt that way before. Yeah, <laughs> And so it's, it's but I do feel like the bigger the storm, the bigger the blessing, just yeah. like an actual storm. Usually the longer the storm lasts, the more clear that rainbow is and yep. the bigger that rainbow is and yep. the longer that rainbow is. That's why you can never find the end of it because right. that storm was so big. Yep. And so, you know, I guess just with that being said, I feel like that's how you know that Noah found favor because he went through storms of all storms, right? 40 days and 40 nights. Mm-hmm. Not seeing not one piece of land all that time. No, thank you. Right. You know, but but look what happened. He was basically, he had to populate the rest of the earth. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you no, know, I'm not saying that I necessarily want that responsibility, but <laughs> I'm just saying. And the thing about it, it said that Noah was God's friend. And so mm-hmm. the fact that, you know, when he looked at him, like, you my friend, you know, do me this favor, bro. <laughs> 
But to me, that's another good point because, I mean, he calls us friend. Mm -hmm. And because we have that type of relationship, there's favor that comes with that. Yeah. Like, I mean, me and you, we're friends. Mm -hmm. So being a friend of mine means that you get some perks that the average Joe is not going to get. You know what I'm saying? And so... If God's going to take you through something, if you his friend, he ain't going to just leave you in a yeah. mess and not give you something in return. He's mm-hmm. not just he's not going to just leave you in a bunch of chaos. Yeah. And just leave it at that. Mm-hmm. No, there's a point. There's a purpose. I mean, like no different than with our parents. Like, you know, they want to make sure that we're responsible and that we can handle certain things. So, like. Okay, I use my oldest daughter as an example. When the I gave sixth her grader. the sixth grader, <laughs> oh, oh gosh! <laughs> but when I gave her her cell phone, her her like first official legit, she got a so, cell phone. Yes, child, she better call? than uh, her people, her parents. Eleven year olds don't have people. <laughs> well, you know, she has her dad and stuff, and this is way different than when we was eleven. I know. they have cell phones. When we were eleven, right? But it you is totally different. We need to talk about this in a hot topic. I've always wanted to ask yes. parents who are parents now and mm-hmm. who are my age, like, you know, do you let your child go to Facebook, social media? Like, how do you manage that? Like, Ooh. at what age? I got that. Anyway, hot topic. Continue. We're going down. <laughs> <laughs> but no, like, so when Jayla got her phone, um. She knew that she was, she knew she had an opportunity to get a phone, but she had to show me that she was mm-hmm. responsible enough yeah. for the phone. So I put her through a test. Mm-hmm. I made her do chores. I even added some responsibility onto yeah. her that she wasn't used to. And she was not happy mm-hmm. with it mm-hmm. at all. She's kind of looking at me like, Mom, for real? Yeah. Like, what do you mean do the dishes? I've never uh-huh. done the dishes. Oh, you can't do them today. <laughs> but, you know, it's like I had to mm-hmm. I had to see, are, can you handle the responsibility of something like a cell phone? Yeah. And so I had to to put her through something. I had to test her strength. I had to test her level of responsibility mm-hmm. and maturity mm-hmm. to see if she can handle what I wanted to bless her with. God is doing the same thing when he takes us through our storms. Yeah. He just wants to see what can we handle? Can we can we do this? Right. Like That's can you handle point. what I'm getting ready to put in front of you? Yeah. Because certain blessings take a certain level of maturity it and strength. Does. And if you don't mm-hmm. have that, if you if you fighting and, and crying and throwing big mm-hmm. t- uh, temper tantrums through Over the storm, the things. Yeah, yeah. why are we getting the big stuff mm-hmm. anyway? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I think you got to remember if you feel like you are in a big storm, like, man, God must really think a lot of me. Yeah. Look <laughs> at the you know, positive. something really big and better is, you know, coming after that, mm-hmm. after that storm. You know, like I said, mm-hmm. I like to go back to Joseph, young guy. I think he was a teenager or at least, like, uh, he was just young. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't remember if he was a teenager or not. Um, you know, his brothers and sold him into prison and all that. And then he was in prison. I don't even know how long he was in prison. I couldn't tell you the years, but I'm sure it was a while. It didn't seem like it was no week. Right. But, you know, in this prison, you know, he's still using his gifts that God gave him, you know, um, interpreting dreams and, you know, all of this. But I kind of wish the Bible would say, and maybe this just didn't happen, but I really wish the Bible would just say a little bit more about how he was truly feeling you know mm-hmm. he's human just like the rest of us but i kind of wonder if he's just like why did my brothers do me like this i'm sure he questioned it but it doesn't of really course. go into like detail but anyway and then you know i mean we all know the story so i won't get into the whole thing you know the king heard about 
this man. He's like, oh, you know, make him the ruler of this, ruler of this. But Joseph had to go through this storm to prepare him for that elevation to yep. rule a whole country, yep. <laughs> you know, yep. at the end of the day. And so God would not have placed that on him if he felt like he was not prepared and ready and willing, you know, to do it. And that's another thing. God's really not going to bless you if if you're not willing to at least be obedient, especially within these storms. Oh, yeah. And that's why it's so important to remain close to God because you got to recognize, you know, when it truly is God or when it truly is, you know, the enemy. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, God may allow a storm to happen, but the enemy is going to be well within the midst of that storm. Mm-hmm. I think we're so quick mm-hmm. to just put this all on the enemy. And granted, right. you know, a lot of things, you know, are, you know, part of the enemy. But right. you have to also understand, like, you know what? God would not allow me to go through this if it wasn't for the greater good, if it wasn't for the greater or something in me. Like you said, whether it be growth, right. you know, spiritual growth or, you know, whatever. Yeah. And so we can go on and on and on about this. Anything else? No, but I really like you bringing up Joseph. Mm-hmm. That was good because one thing about Joseph is that, in the midst of his storm, he still operated in his gift. Yeah. And that's something that I think we all should definitely remember as well. Why are you, are you taking a picture of your eye? No, so I think I have the eyelash in my eye. Oh, I, keep going. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm over here. My bad. <laughs> You saw me rubbing my eye earlier. I mean, yeah, but then I saw the camera. I'm like, oh, eyeball self. Just end the show. Anyway, Anyway, thank you guys so much for tuning in. This was episode 87, right? Yep. 87, A Blessing in the Storm. I hope this episode was a blessing to you. And be sure to turn in next week. Bye.